What is going on, travelers? Welcome to episode 86 of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Ran, and happy holidays, happy new year to you, and welcome back to you, Emerald. How's it going? Hello, it's it's Emerald, and I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, did you have yourself a good holiday uh holiday break and a good new year? Yeah, I had a pretty good one. I got, I got some pretty cool stuff. I know I shared you some of the things that I got. You did, yeah. You showed me the uh, what was it you got the was it was the Xenoblade shirt part of the Christmas thing? Cause I, saw, I remember the the dragon that you showed me. Oh no, the Xenoblade shirt wasn't part of it. The Xenoblade shirt was something else that I had gotten. I gotcha. Like prior to that, but it was the Monado necklace, so it was still Xenoblade related. There you go. Yeah, I know you. Got, I know. I knew you had something specifically Xenoblade that you had gotten for Christmas, and I remember the um, the you said the three D printed dragon that's got like the rattly. You can shake it and everything. Yeah, I have it sitting on my, on my little organizer thing behind me. <laughs> now the three D printed like fidget toy things are pretty great. I know I've had a lot of people like get different ones, and they've always been. Kind of, but they're, they're they're like super satisfying to play with. Yeah, and I really like dragons, so it's really cool. nice. So it made out pretty good uh, this Christmas. Yeah, I definitely think I I definitely. Whoa, I'm so sorry. I'm having a hard time wording. No, it's it's been like two weeks. You know, we we get back into the swing of things since we took a week off for the holidays. Yeah, that's that's for sure. How's your New Year go? Did you do anything special for New Year's? Uh, we just had a uh, dinner with my my family. Okay, it's just nice and a little low key, just kind of rang it in. Yeah, but we did that today. Okay, did you do anything special uh, in Genshin? Had any luck? Because we, we, I mean, four point three. I mean, was cranking up like right when we took our breaks. So we haven't even touched on four point three. Did you have any good luck on your pulls or? I haven't done any pulling yet because you know I'm still waiting for Raiden. Oh, that's right. You are waiting for Raiden showing. I forgot all about that. How's your savings looking? I got I I got like thirty fates right now. Okay. And how far are you into your pity? Are you into your guaranteed? I, dude, I don't have a guaranteed. I've, I'm still on a 50-50 because I've won my last three. Oh, jeez. And I'm on like 60, 70 pity, something like that. Okay, so you're pretty good. At least you'll be able to find out sooner than later, hopefully. Yeah. So, well, I'm still going to wish you all the luck. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to get it. So we got like, what, like eight, nine days maybe, I think, before the banner changes? I think it's eight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been, uh... When Navia first went live, I actually did a small little mini stream and threw everything at it. And I had Navia on my guarantee. And I think she came in at like, I want to say like 74 or 75 pity, something like that. So she, just, she came in like really quick. And I got her. And then since I got that, I'm going to go ahead and throw everything else at her weapon. And her weapon came in at like 30 or 40. And I got the axe. I remember seeing it turn gold. And I just, like, froze. I was just, like, super scared. Because the weapon banner is garbage, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, man, if I get Mist Splitter, like, I'm probably going to cry. Because I really, really wanted the axe. And it, it ended up being, and I was so, so relieved. But I had a bunch of leftover face. So that's just, I saved it up a little bit. And I kind of considered my options. So I started just throwing, like, all the rest that I had at Navi for, like, Constellations. And it was towards the 50-50. Didn't you lose? I did. I did lose my 50 50. I ended up getting like, I think it's like C4 Deluke now. Like yeah, C3. You told me you got like Deluke. Yeah, it's like C3 or C4 Deluke. Which is, I mean, that's cool because I actually got his weapon off of the standard banner like here pretty recently as well. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat. That's always nice. Yeah, so I got Wolf's Gravestone. I got like C3 or C4 Deluke. I have to double check. So now I've just been throwing like C. Deluke main arc. 
Yeah, game right. Of main arc. I'm calling it now. Yeah, I gotta find out ways to build and maybe I'll try and play around with them a little bit. I think I have like a goofy like physical D loop build. I mean, it's he focuses pretty much on physical like like pyro attack. Yeah, I know, but like yeah, I know, but like I it's it's just silly. Okay, because I I gave him the fish claymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fish claymore. Yeah, I think no. Does he have the fish claymore? I don't remember, but I think he either has the fish claymore or he has the dragon spine claymore. It's one of the two. I think I gave him the dragon spine claymore, but. It's just a goofy build. Yeah, that's what mine was using for. He was using the serpent spine because that was the closest thing I had that matched him aesthetically. And then I finally got the wolf's grace. So I was like, okay, well, this works out. Then. But I haven't done a lot. I said I got Navia, and as soon as I got her, I started like cranking. Like I'm full level ninety, max out the weapon because I had like pre-farmed like everything, and got uh, all the way up to like like eight, ten, and nine. And then as of doing my weekly boss this week, I was hoping for a triple drop. Because that would have let me fully max out all her talents to level 10. But I only got a double, so I got to wait one more week before she'll be 10, 10, 10. So do right you now not have any dream solvents? I do. So I use the dream solvents to turn the other purple boss drops into the uh, the unlit threads or whatever it is that it's called that she needs. Because you can only convert like to that material that she needs from the other, from the same boss. Yeah, from the other materials. Yeah. So. so I've got one, so i got to wait till next week. But she, right now she's at 9, 10, and 10. So she'll, she'll be done next week, and that's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I got my I got my Bennett up to level 90 the other day. I just tagged my Bennett fact, up to 80 yesterday, too, actually. Oh, that's nice. Well, I just need to get materials for his um, talents. And while Treasure Hoarder insignias are not an issue, I... Do not want to touch the monster talent domain. It infuriates. Oh yeah, he needs. What is it? Is it diligence? I think it is. I don't exactly remember. Yeah. It is one of them. Yeah, it's, it's... it's either diligence or resistance because I know it's not freedom. Yeah, it's, it's not. I pretty. I think it's. I think it's diligence. But no, you got to do that. And he also needs um storm terrors weekly boss materials. That one's easy though. So like, it is. that's not a that's not a problem. I went in and I did storm terror this morning because I was like, okay, I got to get ready to start building up Bennett. Because his my Bennett's talent materials are like two, and then like six, and I think it's like two six and six, and then the plus three, so it's like two nine nine because I have him at C six. Oh no, mine's mine's uh mine's uh no six eight eight. Oh nice. And I don't I'm only at C two, I don't have any more Bennett constellations. Gotcha. Yeah, I took my I took so I took my Navia team. It's not right now. It's it's Navia, Dea, Zhongli, and Bennett. Because I'm kind of experimenting with Bennett now because I've never used Bennett before. And I went to the fight and when Storm Terror does his like ground attack thing and then he like like puts his claws on the ground and you have to like beat down like the white bar so he comes on the ground so you can attack the the crystal thing. Navia will one shot that whole white bar. Hell yeah. Like you just walk up and you just, you don't even have to like prep it. You don't have to drop a Daya ring or a Bennett ring or anything. You just walk up there, use your elemental skill and just like blap and he's like Hell on the ground. And then I just crawl up on the volume, hit her burst, and then just Gunbrella again and again. Yeah. And yeah, it, it the whole For her neutral special Navia wields a gun. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Uh, the entire Storm Terror fight I think took me like twenty six seconds. It was absolutely bonkers. Um, but I mean that's been pretty much my yeah that that was I, I got her and then I backed out everything. That's just been what I've been doing, just grinding out domains and. Yeah, artifacts, trying to build that up with the new set. But other than that, I mean, holiday was pretty good. I uh, made up pretty good for Christmas. My parents gave me a bunch of money for a, a roll bar 
for my for my Miata. That way, if I crash it and I roll over, it, you know, I won't crush myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that'll be exciting to get. I just got to get the money for shipping because it's like $200 to ship this, like, iron cage from, like, a couple states away to get it here. So once I get that, I'll be good. Got a couple of small names. We got a new Instapot, and my girl just got me Mortal Kombat 1 for the PlayStation 5. So I've been nice, p- nice, nice, the nice. mess out of that. Oh, yeah. I put a gift together for one of my friends. I briefly mentioned it in the Discord. I haven't given it to her yet. Okay. Uh, but I still have it together. Hey, late gifts are just as good as on-time gifts, as long as they get there. And speaking of, uh, of friends' gifts like that, that one gift that I got from Melty in the Discord server completely oh, yeah. blew me away. I mean, completely out of left field. Had no expectations. So, anybody that's not in the Discord yeah, I was server, what happened? Screaming and crying for you. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know how to react. So, I'm just saying, like, hey, I got you a thing or a surprise. I'm like, I mean, okay, cool. And then they just sent me this link. And yeah, so basically, what happens is that Milty got the voice actress for Navia, uh, Brina Larson, to do a a personalized cameo video recording, which is kind of like, you know, hey, you know, she's like, oh, hey, Rand, it's like, you know, I'm Brina Larson, as you may know me, the voice of Navia. And she's doing this whole spill of like how she's happy to be part of the community and that, you know, she's so glad that I'm part of the community too. And that she, you know, wished me luck on my pulls and stuff like that. And it, it was just, it was a real kind of like something I didn't really expect and something really unique. It, it kind of caught me off guard and that was really, really cool. Yeah, I'm so happy for you, honestly. No, that that was that one straight up in the Discord, and yeah, we all kind of like lost our minds on that. But yeah, that's that's downloaded and safe, like on my phone or on the computer now, so I'll have that forever. Thank you, thank you, Milty, for that very uh, personal and special gift. And if Brina Larson never listens to our show, then thank you very much for taking the time. And you know, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. New Year's was pretty low key. We just kind of hung out in the house and you know stayed in, watched TV, and yeah, that was about it. So. That was it for for New Year's. That's pretty much my whole holiday weekend. It's back to work tomorrow. As far as like this week coming up, uh, not really a whole lot in news. We got two little bits on here. Our first one is going to be the uh, the new Lost Riches event, which is Lost Riches Trade Treasures for the new Mini Sealy event, in which you'll need to be Adventure Rank 20 or above and unlock any Statue of the Seven in Fontaine. So you will have to have access to Fontaine to take part in this event. But during the event, you'll check the treasure map within the Ullman's treasure book, and you'll follow it to reach an area where treasure is buried. Ullman will mark out a new one each day for a total of six treasures, and you'll be helping the treasure-seeking Celia absorb energy in various ways to help it restore vitality. For every three instances of elemental energy obtained, the treasure-seeking Celia will indicate the whereabouts of the treasure once. Dig in a treasure area to find the chest and claim the ancient iron coins. You'll exchange the ancient iron coins for materials in the event shop, and when the event ends, any remaining coins you have will disappear. After you finish the sixth area on the last day, the event shop will open up where you'll be able to redeem your new mini Sealy pet. And of course, you know, we get the whole string of colors from Brilliance, Moss, Viola, Dayflower, Rose, and Circuma. I think I said that yeah, right. Yeah, I think Brilliance is the Brilliance is the underwater one, which I'm definitely picking out this time. Okay, nice. I think I'm probably going to go, I think it's Dayflower is the yellow one, or the Geo-looking one, because the one I got last time I think was the Viola or the Rose. Would, yeah, I think I got the purple one, I'm pretty sure. The last one I picked out, because I the only the first time I'd ever done the ceiling event the whole way through was when it was in Sumeru. Yeah. And I picked out moss 
Okay. Simply because I liked the name. It was called Moss. Uh, I think that this is really cool. You know, I feel like that if we just get one of these every year, then people are just going to get closer and closer to having the full set, and that's really what people want. The next piece of news that we got, a little small one, we got a new Paimon's Paintings, number 29. And this is going to feature four pieces featuring Navia, four of them with Chevreus, two with Yoimiya, two with Ayaka, one with Ayato, one with Furina, and then two with Raiden Shogun. So new little chibi stickers for you to use in your chat on the Hoyo Lab app and game. Uh, what did you think about this set? Did any of them jump out to you? The Navia ones. The one that was like bombastic side eye. The bombastic side eye has gotten so much feedback on like Twitter and stuff. People love that one where she's like just looking at you over her shoulder. Uh, I pers- I like the one where she's like walking with her sunglasses on. It's got like, the explosion behind her. Yeah, both those two especially. Yeah, I think that one's going to be like my, you know, thanks for the co-op domain. And that'll be my, the emote that I use before I leave the co-op session. The Ayato one's cute too. I, I like the Chevreuse with the snacks as well, where it's just her. She's just got like her arm full of the, um, what, what do they call them? The, she's got the, the fish and chips and then was it the tasty O's, I think it is, is what they call the food yeah. or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So I thought they were like onion rings, but they're not kind of, they're like onion, but then they're like coated in like minced up chicken or something. I think it's what I read from the, from the, uh, from the recipe inside the game. I haven't made it yet, but it's, it's it's not what I thought it was going to be. That's going to be uh, it for the news. Like I said, just two little tidbits. Like I said the mini seal event should be starting as soon as this episode goes live. That'll be tomorrow, and that'll give us uh, something to jump into for the upcoming week or so, some things to do as we move on through version 4.3. And we are going to take a little break here just for a minute, and when we come okay, back... Okay, thank you. <laughs> what's that? I said thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a little break. When we come back, we'll do a little uh, 4.3 reflection. Um, maybe kind of look back on how the uh, the game treated us in 2023 and see what we what we hope for and what we're looking forward to in 2024. So let's go ahead and do that, and we will be back here in just a little bit. So going, looking back on version 4.3, which is on the verge of actually getting wrapped up now, uh, what did you think of the, uh, the was it, the Muskets and Roses event? Oh, I loved it. It, it. it was, it was a pretty, it was more than I thought it was going to be, uh, with the running on with the Chevreuse and the, and the mini events. I actually had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was super good, honestly. It was, it was. It did it take me a little bit to get caught up on the story because I was so busy with work and everything with the holiday season and just with things around the house. But I did finally get through the story and the story did end up being like like really solid. Um, and that ending cinematic was just like the perfect, like just f- finalization for it all. It was really, really good. I didn't expect to like Chevreuse as much as I did, if I'm being completely honest. But yeah, seeing her in that final cinematic really kind of like nailed her down for me, I think. What about you? 
Oh, yeah, no, I, I think I loved her from the start, really, to be honest. Anything special that jumped about her jumped out? Oh, I mean, one, I really like her design, and also just what we got, like, glimpses of her personality-wise. Mm-hmm. I really liked, I just, she just seemed like a really solid character all around to me, and this event was really like, yes! Yeah, no, I, she did, like, a lot, like, especially for, like, a four-star character, like, she had a lot of presence in this uh, in this whole event. What did you think about the uh, the minigames? games. I personally really like them. I thought they were all pretty fun. My favorite? There is a correct That's answer a to what question. the favorite is. There is a correct answer to what my favorite is? Yes. I'm between two. Okay. The, the sniping one, of course. Yes. And the, um, the, like, the hurting one. You actually really like the hurting one. I did. I actually thought it was a lot of fun. The first time I played it, obviously, I struggled. But then I got really got the hang of it, and I got really good at it. I wanted, yeah, the hurting one I didn't mind. I did have some fun with it. I couldn't find a way to where we could do like a controlled co-op with the event because I was hoping. I think, I think, couldn't you like have been in like a party of four like already in your comp? I don't. There? I don't think it was. I don't think it would let you engage like with the door to start it oh. if, if you had a party. Because it was like sequestered off to like towards the event. Oh, I see. But I didn't mind. Like, a lot of people seemed to be having trouble with it. And one thing that I thought was like really funny was like uh, is, it is pushing it pushing them into the end into the opponent's nets. I did that a few times. You know, like that. I mean, that's just gonna happen if you're not using the yeah. uh, the air jumps to get around. But what was really funny is at the end they give out a reward to each person. As based on your performance, like, oh, you gather the most air jump things, or you, you know, you gather the most of the of the blubber beast. And there's one, like, is, like, enthusiastic, like, participant. I and, love like, enthusiastic participant. And, and like, the, the thing was, like, played to the finish. It's, like, it's very much the participation award. Like, you didn't do much, but you're here. You did it, bro. And Congratulations. On, yeah, so my old Twitter was like, why does this sound so insulting? Like, you just got a participation trophy. Enthusiastic participant. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, showed up. Uh, I was glad I never got the enthusiastic participant. I think uh, I got that, award. like, the first time I played it, because I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us, like, really did for the most part. But I had a lot of fun with that. I think my highest score was, like, 74 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, man, my highest score is usually in, like, the 50s. Mm-hmm. And here you are with, like, 70-some. I was like, jeez, man. Yeah. Well, what I ended up doing is I would go into the middle, and I would herd them out. And then people would be trying to, like, run them around the outside of the rain to get to their net. And I would wait for them to start pushing it and then just jump in front of them so that the bees the would look at me and then immediately just turn right or left, like right into my net and just cut them off. That okay. way, yeah, it basically just stole That's everything. That's rude, they were my trying. man. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, I won. I don't care. I do, well, yeah. Yeah, GG's got mine. See ya. No, that, that was a lot of fun. But no, the, yeah, the musket event, the, the sniping was definitely probably my favorite. A lot harder on mobile than it is on the controller. I will say that. Yeah, you told me when you told me that you struggled with the last one. I was like, "What do you mean you struggled?" And then you we were like, "I was playing on my phone," and I was like, "Oh, well, that makes sense." It was so touchy because you gotta like move like the uh, the scope with your with your thumb on the left hand side, and it's like so very very touchy. Like you move like a little bit, the scope like moves over like six feet. It's like, oh my god, no, please stop. Uh, on the on the controller on the PS5, it was fine. Uh, but it was it was still super fun. I really didn't like that. It it reminded me of like old like the uh, the Silent Scope arcade games where you had like the sniper rifle, you had to shoot people through the windows and things like that. It was really cool. 
the combat event was okay. I really liked how the first one with Child, you could just sort of just sit back. Oh my god! And let Riptide do its thing. Dude, that video. I think was it Neku that shared that video from. And Neku shared TikTok? that video. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, what's your final score?" Like, it wouldn't have been like twenty six thousand or something. Yeah, it's no, like, the, I got like, I got like a, I did that, and then I went and did it myself because you know I have him. Yeah. And yeah, I got like the platinum uh band or oh whatever. God, were you able to do that for like each, like all four of them? No, I think I got two that were platinum and two that were gold. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I just went straight gold on mine. Uh, I just used my Navia team as I was trying to experiment with her. The other platinum one, I think, was the one where I used my All Hate Them team. Okay. Cause... I can see that. If it was like a Hydro Heavy team or something like that, I could see you just going in there just wrecking things with All Hate Them. I but... think that's what it was because it was the level that had all the – um. oh, no. Was it the – I'm trying to remember which one it was. Cause was I think a... it was the one – there was one that had a bonus for like electro reactions okay. or something like that. Well, that's and what your I All Hate Them it... team is built for, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can just see you going in and just wreaking absolute havoc. Yeah. So, uh, no, you, you probably definitely did a lot better than I did, especially just having child and be able to stand there and just press an I win button. So we had that combat event. We had, oh, what did you think about the the camera event, like the movie making? Movie making one? I kind of like that. That one was really fun. I it had was. a lot of fun. And for me, for me, it was like weirdly satisfying to get divine handiwork. Just like every <laughs> single time. And yeah. when I didn't get it, I was like, no, I want Divine Handiwork. I just like the name. No, it, it was a really cute event. I said it was very satisfying to go through where you could, you know, pick the right angle, make sure you pick the right dialogue and everything, and then they actually, like, play it through from start to finish at the end, which is what I was hoping they were going to do. It was a lot of fun. I think that I could stand to do more events like that. Because even if you got it wrong, there's kind of, like, you could see in, like, how, what, what, how much of a score you got for, like, each like panel that you did so you could like see where you needed to do a little bit better so it was like crazy casual but i'm i'm all about things like that as far as like the core story uh, since we'll kind of since we covered the events we'll kind of cycle back a little bit what did you as far as like the story went with the whole with the film festival and Fiorina being roped in and all the guest appearances what did you think about it i mean i really liked it i don't really know what else i can say i personally really liked it i thought that it was really cute yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I like that we got the the painting at the end for our teapot as well. Yeah, um, no, I was really happy. I have it hanging above my fireplace. Yeah, I really love like little commemorative stuff like that. That was fun. I liked Yoimiya and Ayaka's like the way they kind of came into it. Ayato definitely seemed like he was there more on a business trip than anybody, yeah, which makes sense because that is originally like why they were there. Um, but I did appreciate when we ran into Chiori. And she's like, you need to sit down. we got to do your makeup. And he's like, oh, is it to hide my crow's feet? You know, the wrinkles around my eyes showing my age. And she was like, it's to give you a more youthful and like. He's like, he's like, she's like, you're too sinister. Stop it. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Well, he's like talking about like wrinkles around his eyes. And it's like this like perfect like porcelain faced anime man sitting there. It's like, dude, shut up. He's like, you're too conniving or whatever Mm -hmm. she said. And I was like. You sure told him. I mean, that is definitely Ayato, though. He's always scheming something, it seems like. But I did uh, I did appreciate Chiori in this. I wasn't sure how I was going to like her, but actually, I liked like I like her voice. Her design, I'm kind of okay on. I'm not really huge on Inazuma designs. And she's Geo. She is Geo. I wonder, like, if she's going to be 
kind of like a support, like a different kind of scaling for like Navia, the way that Goro is for Ito. Because I think that she's probably going to be released here pretty quick. But no, no, she she ended up being being really good. Um, because I know like you were trying to say you were going to experiment with Goro with your... Or, no, was it you that was telling me that you wanted to experiment with Goro with Navia? Because you didn't pull for Navia. I didn't pull for Navia, no. But like in the event when on that final level that was mm-hmm. a Navia team, I put That's Goro right. on it. Because I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, well it that was the thing. really well. Because I did, I just did, I had Navia official Bennett Goro. Yeah, which seems really weird and because... It, it worked pretty well, so I'm not complaining. Well, a lot of people are, like, upset because Goro's thing, like, scales with defense and, like, a pure, like, G.O. team, obviously. But Navia has a bunch of passes that, that you know, wants you to have, like, multiple elements, and she doesn't scale with defense at all. So Goro's, like, a terrible support for her. And when people saw, like, they were all, like, oh, recommended two characters, people were like, why? Why? It's like, you're, you're just taunting us with something that you, you're going to trick people into think is, like, what should be optimal, and it's not. So people are, like, really upset at that last challenge. Well, I mean, it worked for me, so... Yeah, no, I mean, I, I figured a lot of people I probably took the recommended characters and still knocked it out. Because he is going to help her a little bit with the Geo buffs. But it's just, it's not, like, how you should, like, be building her up, like, at all. And people are like, oh, why are you taunting us like this? So I'm hoping that when short, maybe she'll be a uh, a new kind of support for, for Navi and, like, attack or uh, reactions or something like that. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see, like, how she comes around. Because I did like her character a lot in this story. I thought she did really good. Uh, as far as, like, the ending of the story, the entire thing of the Fontanian Film Festival resulting in them being awarded the Furina Award. I thought was kind of a an interesting touch. Because at the end it ends up like they ended up actually winning. And like Paimon actually mentions like if so if we win this and we go to accept the trophy, it's gonna be Furina accepting the Furina Award while holding a statue that looks like Furina. And it's like it Yeah, has that was to, that was kinda silly to me. That was kinda like, silly. It's like the most conceited thing Ever and she's like, oh, I am not going on stage to like accept this thing. Somebody else is going to have to do it. But then when you take the picture, it's definitely her like holding a statue of herself, like the Archon statue. Yeah. So uh, that was I was like, okay. But the story itself, like the entire premise surrounding like the two musketeers, as far as it coming from like the book, and then the book like translating like into like a real life story. I thought was kind of an interesting touch, and I wasn't. Oh yeah, really... no, that's like that's always a super good like story beat. To be honest, it, it was, and it took some turns that I really didn't expect, and especially with the with the second musketeer with with the sister really there takes, at the very. Really takes like a whole like you know based on true events type thing. It it does it does, and what was fun is like at the end when they wrapped everything up, they're like, hey. Since all this has kind of like, you know, come to light and people are like, you know, honestly just straight up murdering people on this act of revenge. It's like, are we still going to put our movie out? They're just like, yes, absolutely. It's like people are going to be, because it's based on real events that are actually happening, people are going to be like even more psyched to go see it. And I think that that's what played into them actually winning because people are like, oh, this really just happened. Let's go see what the movie about is all about as well. In addition to the picture that we hung up on the wall, we also got like the movie poster. Did you put that up in your teapot as well? I did. I have it upstairs. It's a really good poster. It's a good little. It's a good little stand-up thing. I'm, I'm trying to like 
find a place where I want to put it. I, I have, have it. No I have it upstairs because you know I have, I have the Fontaine teapot, mm-hmm. so I have it upstairs, sort of corner near the door to where the room is. My okay. Bedrooms. Yeah, I actually bought the Fontaine teapot, but I haven't done anything with it yet, and I really need to because it is super yeah, pretty. Yeah, I, I finished. Like the... I finished decorating it. You haven't. You saw it when I haven't really fully put it together yet. Yeah, I wouldn't visit while you're still building it, but you but you think it's pretty much done, ready to rock now? Yeah, pretty much done, yeah. Okay. I'll have to come by and pay pay a visit for it and uh, take a full tour of it and see what you've managed to knock out with it. Because it, it was looking really good while you were still putting it together. So with version four point three, the Navia banner, everything that we had going on, that pretty much wrapped up like twenty twenty three. And looking back, did you how did you feel about last year as far as like as the Genshin goes? Did you uh, did, how did how did you feel about how the game went over this past year? It was pretty good to me, to be completely honest. I had a moment over the summer where I couldn't play, but that's because I went on vacation. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was still it was still really good overall, in my opinion. Did you have any like particular like, high points or low points that you felt? Well, I mean, obviously, I won my past three fifty fifties when Fontaine dropped, so. I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely a high point. Yeah, that's definitely a high point if I would have had to call one. Uh, what about lows? Was there anything that you felt like was like a low point for you? Honestly, I don't know if I could ever really say I really had a low point. Though I remember, um, well, Hatham came out at the beginning of this year. Okay. Of last year. Beginning of last year. Okay. I remember seeing that, and I was like, there's no way that's right. Because I still remember, vividly remember, pulling for him. I still remember that moment. I pulled, and I lost my 50-50 and got Luke, and then literally in the next 10 pull, I got all hate them. Wow. So does that mean, like, the rest, like, Nahida and, like, Day and all them, did they all come out in this year? I'm pretty sure, yes. Wow, it feels like it was so much longer ago. I know, right? That was crazy, because I was like, oh, it's like, I'll hate them come out in January, and I was like, no, he didn't. Yeah, it does not. That doesn't. Seem, it feels like that all the Sumeru was like was like not last year, but like twenty twenty two. To 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 think that some of the Sumeru stuff was still twenty twenty three is just weird to me. That doesn't feel right. But I guess yeah. so. Yeah, because yeah, I was three point seven. That was three point seven. Was uh twenty twenty three. Wow, when did Daya come out? Daya, I don't remember. Because she came out there towards the end. I remember people were like ranting and raving about it. She was one of the last Sumeru characters to come out. Because I threw everything yeah. at Dea and her sword. And Yeah, that was definitely one of my high points. Then the, the my Navia pulls went really, really well. That was a high point as well. Yeah, wow. I can't believe that Sumeru actually ended this year and then we managed to get through all of Fontaine as well. Yeah, pretty much. I would have to say, if I had to pick a low point, it would probably be the carnival event, the summer. I personally really liked the carnival event. I'm a little sad that I couldn't I'm just really glad that I was able to get the Kaya skin because I, yeah, that was the part where I was on vacation, and so that was, I guess, the really low point. I was on the the carnival but event had a lot of good I stuff. I thought it was going cute. It. It, it, it was, it was, it was, it was cute. Um, it had a lot of good things. Both the Kaya and the Klee skin were very, very good. The mini games okay. were. Fun. I looked it up. Nahida Nahida was a uh, three point two, which was twenty twenty two. Okay, okay, so Nahida and... was far away. Nahito is 3.2. Scaramouche was, or Wanderer, you know, that was 2022 as well. So then after that, we had like, what, Alhatham, maybe Nilo, and... No, 
yeah, I got this wrong. 3.4 was 2023. That was all Haytham. Because that, there was Galen 2. And then Deo was 3.5. Okay. Wow, Deo being this year, that's just so weird to me. So I managed to get both Day and Navi all in the same year with their weapons. What was 3.7? Wait. What was 3.7 banished? That was Joy Mia, Yai, All Hate Them, because All Hate Them re-ran, and All Hate Them also then re-ran in 3.7 as well. That was really fast. Yeah, I remember, I remember I that banner, too, because I remember that banner, too, because I remember pulling for his Constellation. Yeah. That's when I got a C1. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Hell, it's been a good year, at least for me, on pulls and stuff. Yeah, me too. And then Linny, and then Linny was a 50-50 win, um, and then Risley and Risley C1. I will say that Tanari has been cursing my my 50-50s. I've pulled nothing but D Luke and Tanari. I've got like Hand C. Hand him over. Yeah, I've got like C4 D Luke and like C3 Tanari because they're the only ones I want to. I seem to like lose my 50-50 to now recently. Yeah, give him to me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just got just lost another. 50 50 to D Luke. So I'm on my guaranteed. I'm at like 50 something pity, and I'm still throwing singles at Navio's banner. Um, but Raiden Shogun's also right around the corner. So yeah. we'll. I we'll guess see. you could say another low for me was getting Vortex Vanquisher instead of Polar Star, but I ended up turning it into a good, good thing because it's actually, in my opinion, not that bad on Toma. Yeah, actually, today on my. Because um, we had our monthly shop summons come in there, I got the, um, the Skyward Pride. The the Claymore? Oh, I got that nice. off my standard banner. Nice. Yeah, which I'm not sure who it's good on. Some people say it's okay on Eula, but it's like an energy boost, but it's like an attack, like a damage Skyward drop. So. Bride? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's like a gold sword with like the... like the. the yeah, I just don't blade. know who could use it. Yeah, whoever Claymore needs a lot of ER, no idea. But if it doesn't look good on anybody, I'm not going to use it anyway, because things will have to match aesthetically first and foremost. So if, if it doesn't look good, I'm really going to have a hard time running it. That's why I pull so hard for Navia's axe. Skyward Pride Goodford did yeah. pretty much any Claymore character. Yeah. But I guess yeah. heavily relies on their elemental burst. Yeah, so I don't so know. So Dea, uh, Dea's Ito, her... I guess. Uh, well, see, I've got Ito. Like, for some reason, like in most games... I don't run Claymore. Like, I don't like heavy weapon characters because they're big, they're clunky, they're slow, and I hate them. Like, I normally run, like, Catalysts or, you know, like, Casters, Support, Heals, things like that, or fast, like, like dagger weapons and things like that. Oh, I, first... I love I love fast attacking classes. Yeah, but for some reason in this game, all my main characters are, like, again, are, like, Navia, Dea, Ito, and Eula. And all four of those, except for Eula, have their signature weapons. Deya has her signature weapon, Ito has the red horn, and Navi has her axe. Even Diluc has his has his um wolf's greystone. So for some reason in this game, like they want me to run Claymore characters, and I have, and I'm having really good success with him, and I don't know why. Because it's it's the exact opposite of what I normally have in any other game. I mean, for supports, I mean I run like Kuki. Kuki's kind of a sword thing, and my Hydro team, I run with Nilo and Nahida, but yeah, that's really about it. Isn't it? Is everything's Claymore? I, mean, I think that's why I like my characters like Child and I'll hate them in Risley is because they're fast attackers and I love playing as fast attackers. Yeah, no, thank you for saying because Risley is one of my on fields. And actually, I've got my Risley triple crowned because I was having so much fun with him. Yeah, and me he, too. He's triple crowned as well. 
he's super fun to take against the Wanderer boss fight because when oh, they go I bet. In... I actually haven't fought him. Uh, I haven't fought Wanderer with Risley yet. The thing that makes Risley really good is when they do the second phase and you gotta like shoot him down. There's all these like little like electric like, add things floating around. Risley's charge attack where he does this like you know Street Fighter. Does sh- it hit? Yeah, this is like yeah, his like jumping uppercut. Yeah, oh, you can. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, you can just hold it and he will one shot each one of those by doing this like jumping uppercut to them. Oh, thank and God! It makes that fight so super easy. I was gonna say that's the thing that I worry about. Because mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I use my, I've always used my Kazuha for that fight, and Kazuha can hit it too, but it takes him two procs of his skill to hit the ones in the air. Yeah, no, Risley, you just stand already, hold his charge normal attack, and he just uppercuts it out of the sky. And if I go into that fight for my weeklies, if nobody else is running Risley, I'll bring my Risley to that fight because it just makes it super, super easy. That's yeah, like I did that's... my weekly bosses this morning, and I didn't know what to fight. So yeah. I did the whale, mm-hmm. uh, a pep, and then I did storm terror because I was like the only one I really have to do. We should have <laughs> done them together because that's the exact three that I did. I did my <laughs> whale for my Navia drops. I did a pep just because I really, really like that fight. And then oh, I did. I love fighting a pep. Yeah, and then I did storm terror because I need to start farming the drops for. Oh, Benny. storm terror we can't do together. I don't like that. That's like the only one you can't do co-op. Um, but also it's like the, the both the monsters, even the wolf in Monsat, you can't like you can't queue up through the uh through the co op finder like you can the other fights for that one. Like you have to like pre make your team. And that makes me sad. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's fine. Yeah, so I mean high points I mean my pulls this year have been really, really great. The everything then in Sumeru in twenty twenty three was awesome. Everything of Fontaine has been amazing. Like, the writing has just jumped leaps and bounds since Inazuma. I can't wait to see, you know, it's like going into 2024. I cannot wait to see what happens in Natlin as we start moving into, like, you know, the whole Pyro region and dragon people and things like that. I think that's going to be great. Uh, oh, do you absolutely. Have, yeah. Do you have any, like, hopes or, like, expectations for, for 2024 for the game? Like anything that you would like uh, like to see, or that you like imagine. Anything could I would like to see. Uh, yeah. I hope the Dainsleeve quest is an absolute banger. I mean, I'm wondering like he's he's gonna have to make an appearance in like like either next update or the update after, because yeah. we're we're I right. I don't think it'll regions. be 4.4 because it's Lantern right. Oh, we do have Lantern right coming. I always forget about Lantern right to be honest with you. So and I, like I said, my guess is like 4.6 at the earliest. Okay. And that's just purely guessing. Yeah. Because I don't think it'll be 4.4. Yeah, we didn't really have a whole lot of Dainsleys in the lot. We had the Car- the Karibe. Karibe. Yeah, the chapter. And there wasn't a whole lot of Dainsleys in that one either, to be honest. It was a good reflection back of like seeing things pan out. But it wasn't a very Dainsleys-heavy chapter, if I recall correctly. No, it wasn't. He was just kind of there for a bit. He was like, I'm going to this And it was mostly just out. us kind of like stuck in a dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so so maybe we'll have a little more Dainsleaf and uh, some more real heavy deep dive. Because as far as like us chasing down things for, like our whereabouts for our sibling, I will say that Fontaine has just about none of that. We haven't done a whole lot with our with our sibling hunting, like the core like our core adventure, our mission. So we really, I feel like we need to get back on track for that. Because I feel like the last like real 
thing we had involving that was like Yoi Mia asking us about it in her character chapter. Can you think of anything else that we've had like involving like our sibling hunt? I mean, I don't know. Because it seems like we've just gone to Fontaine. We kind of like had our Fontanian adventure and we helped solve the Fontaine crisis. But like the whole thing, yeah, we're looking for our sibling, like never came up like at all. I, I don't think I can recall it coming up even once. I don't even remember. I think, did we ask Nuvolet? I don't remember if we did or not. I don't believe so. I know we talked about the Descender thing with Nuvolet. That's, Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there there was a lot of, like, surrounding lore as far as, like, in, like, history with, like, the gods and the abyss and the prophecy and and all that. But, like, the Archons. That's what I'm saying. The Dainsleeve quest better be good. Yeah. I, I feel like we really need a hard correction to get back onto the main quest a little bit so maybe for 2024 i would like to see that a little bit as we start moving into natlin yeah it's absolutely it's gonna get crazy from here on out yeah Yeah, a a throne of the seven just got destroyed Mm -hmm. so there's going to be no more hydro archons yeah so that that's straight up gone and we don't know the status of the pyro archon uh and we're going into the nation of war where we know capitano is in there doing his thing so i think that one's going to be really really intense i hope it's not like super crazy inazuma difficult but it could stand to be a little bit more than fontaine because fontaine was really really easy in my opinion oh i i expect natlin to have some difficulty yeah um i think that sumero had a good blend as far as like difficulty and not um the exploration could be a little more streamlined like the fontaine exploration was really good i really like the exploration of fontaine so i hope that stays about the same um, because not only I don't want to go into the nation of wars, was war and fire and dragons, and just have it be an entire region of just Sumeru like desert, because that's going to be miserable. I mean, after I, four, don't it, say anything. <laughs> so I don't want Shut that up, to Ryan. happen. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to jinx it. Also, when are we getting the marriage of Ari? <laughs> the, the what now? Oh, you, do you not know what that is? I do not. I can't even pronounce it. Okay, how do I, how do I explain this? It's it's sort of like this wasteland sort of place. Okay, I mean, I imagine sort of like this wasteland. I imagine like now I'm being like full of like volcanoes and things like that. I just don't want it to be like a vast. It's like... it's it's um. It's it's speculated to be near Natlin, so. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I have no idea about it. I'll have to look into that because I don't know anything about that. I mean, I'd, is it like just a, is it just been mentioned? It's just been mentioned. Okay. Okay, so maybe maybe that'll pop up when it's, because I think we're also supposed to be expecting in the Lantern Rite a map expansion for the UA. So maybe that'll be part of one of the Natlin expansions. I would have to say that would be kind of cool to see. Any kind of like new like special regions I'm all about. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think they, they're they're pretty cool. I think they're interesting. They're not always super fun. Dragonspine, I feel like nobody likes Dragonspine, but I love the feel How of dare. Dragonspine and I love the music. Um and the lore's really sad. I just hate exploring Dragonspine. And after I got it hundred percent, I said I'm gonna finish off my Dragonspine spear and then I'm never going back again, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure how the general player base felt about either the chasm or Inconomia. I for one, personally liked the chasm in Antonomia. I know a lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. However, the, the lore was delicious. Oh, the lore was amazing. 
the lore was delicious, and I absolutely, I just love them. Basically, I really happy. Inconomia was super sad, and I didn't like the mechanics in Inconomia. The runes and stuff, and the whole swapping from night and day back and forth a lot. It it was it was different, but it irritated me after a while. A lot more brain power. Yeah, it, it was a lot more than I wanted to invest into it. But I did get through it at the end of the day. I did hundred percent Inconomia. But I can't say it's someplace I'm looking forward to having to go back to as far as exploration or gameplay wise. Lore wise, it was great. Like the story and lore wise, it was great. It was. It was really, really good. But it's very, it was very, had a lot of gatekeeping based on the actual gameplay. And the music too. I really like the music. One of my favorite tracks, uh, Sink into Oblivion, comes from Enconomia. And that is also the track that Nouvellet's theme reminds me of. Oh, okay. I'll have to give that a listen. Nivellet's theme reminds me of, like, the piano melody associated with Nivellet reminds me of Sink to Oblivion. Gotcha. See, so, yeah, I mean, if we get this um, this other area, the was it the Mare, what what'd you, what'd it, what's it called? Uh, I probably butchered it, but it's like the Mare Javari or something like that. I am butchering it horribly, probably. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. yeah that's it, gonna... It's probably something that we'll be getting in Natlin, if I had to guess. That'll be a new region. Instead of it being cold, like Dragon Spine, it's just going to be fire, and you have to mitigate that now instead. Yeah. You keep your, like like the Signora fight, you got to keep yourself cooled off. So that yeah, that'll be something to look forward to. Um, or it'll I will have a, a fog mechanic, like um, because oh, it's a no. plane of like ash, so it'll have a fog mechanic like the sandstorm area. Oh yeah, somewhat. Oh okay, I thought you were going to talk about like Surumi Island, but you're talking about the sandstorm no, in Sumeru. I mean more like the sandstorms in like Sumeru. I got you. I got you. Got you. Yeah, I mean, but maybe. still, like a fog mechanic, kind of like a mix of both in a mm. way. A lot of volcanic ash or something. Volcanic ash, stuff like uh, that. I would think I will say my probably one of my biggest hopes for twenty twenty four is the increased trickle of quality of life updates that seem to be coming from Honkai Star Rail because we've been getting a lot of those coming in. The most recent ones being like the whole. Claiming all your expeditions and redispatching them with like two buttons has been great. The new leveling and ascension and ascending your weapons, like adding materials. The look for of it artifacts. too looks so much better too. It does, it does. So I'm hoping that these quality of life updates keep coming from from Star Rail and trickling into Genshin. I think I'm not. I'm not going to say I expect it, but one of my biggest hopes is that they implement an archive says system to where we can go back and experience old events because oh, I thought you were going to say something else. There's a lot of story and lore and character interactions that you lose if you're not around for it. Like I wasn't here for like any of the dragon spine event where it was like, I, I guess wasn't was here for of... the first dragon spine event. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a lot of like Albedo and Eula and things like that, and I wasn't here for oh, any of it. Oh, the first? Oh, that was the second one. The second one. Okay. I was I mean, here for that one. Shadows Amid Snowstorms was super good. It's still one of my favorites. The first Dragon's Spine event, I was not there for. Okay. So I feel like that they need to, even if they don't have like, where you can like claim the rewards, because a lot of people have already claimed them. If you can just go back and just go through the quest and have the experience, see the cinematics, and engage in these character interactions and things like that, that needs to be a thing. Because a lot of other games, I feel, are doing that. Because you don't want people coming into something, you know, now that we're going over three years for this game, 
to where people were kind of like, hey, you know, who are these characters and why should I care about them? We, we, we just need to have a way for people that are coming in now or even people that have been playing that have missed these events like myself to be able to experience these without having to watch a YouTube video. So that's something that I would say I'm going to, I'm not going to expect, but I'm going to hope for in 2024. I'll definitely send you like a lore video on Shadow of Midsoe Storms if you want it. Yeah, and like I've read like a lot of these things I've over these past events. I like I read a lot of stuff on the Economia event. I read a lot on on the Dragonspine stuff. But it's something that I don't want to just like read or that I just don't want to like watch a YouTube like walkthrough of. I want to be able to actually play it and experience it for myself. Because even though I haven't played like Navia's character chapter, I've watched it, you know, on Twitch with like streamers and stuff like that. Before I did the Archon Quest, I watched other people play through it. Or through Farina's character chapter, I watch people play through it, and that's fine. But playing through it myself is a completely different experience, and it helps it helps you really relish the dialogue and the story and the lore. And so that's why, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm I'm really hoping that they do something like that. So I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed. I'm not gonna expect it, but I will. I will hope. I will hope without holding my breath. But. Oh, man. So I think that's going to wrap up as far as a little bit of four-point through reflection. We're kind of all over the place today, but we're coming back on a holiday. There's been a lot going on. It's been like two weeks, and I didn't want to get anything get into anything like super deep or crazy. Um, we'll jump, probably jump into a character chapter next week. We'll decide if we want to do Lenny's finally, if we want to get into Navia's while the iron is hot, and we'll probably do that next week. But this week we have a question of the week. Uh, from Milty, uh, would you like to Once read this again, one off? Because they keep dropping banger questions of the week. Yeah, Milty's had some good ones, and uh, I want to say this is probably like my personal thank you because Milty got me a special gift for Christmas. So we'll read another one of Milty's questions. Uh, do you want to read this one off? Um, this Milty's question this time is: Which weekly boss is your favorite to fight, and why? And I answered this one on the Discord. So a lot of the the weekly fights I I do enjoy. Like I don't mind the Raiden fight. Um, I do like the Wonder fight, and I like the new whale fight. The new whale fight is actually really good if you have a team that knows what they're doing and stops getting squished by the whale. But I will say that my absolute, I always bring child to the whale fight. I feel like that's just you just being a lore nerd more than anything. It is, but yep. it's also like I would also bring child to when you fought child because that's just what you did. <laughs> Yeah, I would still I say my to fight La Senora too. Like, who do I? I think I always just took, like Kooky to fight La Senora because I can just sit there. No, and just I, I run my... Child mostly for second phase because I can just run Kooky's ring and I can heal through her fire tornado phase and not have to do like even if I'm like full like fire, if I was like got my ring going, I can overheal it so it doesn't matter. But I will say, as far like favorite fight, I would say Apep. Hey, Pep. Yeah, we both already said it earlier this, this episode. Yeah, uh, just because Apep, the fight, the music for that fight is amazing. It's, to me, as far as like the fight music goes, as much as I like things like the Wanderer House, got like that, that dubstep and that, that electric music, and it's mixed in with the with the Inazuma themes, which sounds really, really cool. The Apep fight music just sounds so, like, fantasy epic. Like when you're fighting, oh, absolutely, it. it's amazing. It's such a fantastic track, and I like going in that fight because I can take my Dea, 
especially in the second phase where you've got like the group, like the different clusters, like four to five ads, I can really just throw down like my ring and then just watch like, because I always do these things in co-op and I can just watch my teammates just absolutely just wail on things and things just explode and fire and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, I did that fight this morning. I had an absolutely crazy Nouvellette on the team. I feel like that's like every Nouvellet ever, because you can do anything with the Nouvellet, and as soon as he opens up his freaking Hydro Beam attack, like, things just disappear. Yeah. But... And we had a Noel this time, too, and it was it was really cool seeing a Noel. I feel oh. like I haven't seen anyone play as Noel in a while. And somebody went to the domain as a Noel, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, that is really, really cool, because this morning when I went to the APEP, we had a Dory, and... That, I think that is the first time I've ever seen anybody playing Dory, like, ever. Like, I don't know anybody that plays with Dory. Because I am, I am part of the, uh, uh, I'm part of the community that does not like Dory at all as, like, a character. Because I think she's a horrible little gremlin person. Uh, so to see someone actually bring her into a fight, into a weekly boss domain fight, was, like, completely wild to me. And even though I wouldn't do it personally, I did respect it. Just because it was different. And it was really neat to see. But... Yeah, I would have to say, out of all the weekly bosses, definitely the APEP fight. Just for music, the fight itself, the whole ambiance, it's just a really, really, really good fight. And I'm hoping when oh, we get... Oh, yeah, and, like, the Noel. oh my gosh, so you know that part in the second phase where, like, uh, APEP does, like, the, um, the ring where you have to get in the, uh, the get shield in the bubble? to yeah. protect you from the, like, insta-kill AoE attack? Mm-hmm. The Noel was just up, uh, just wailing on the dragon while that was happening and survived the attack and i was like good for you can she can she actually tank through the through the burst if she has the um i don't her, know her, her that's the up? thing i couldn't tell if she had her shield up either oh i mean she would have to if she was up there on it yeah probably her, yeah probably had the shield up but i was like wow i mean i've tried running through it with a zhongli shield and that thing will still nuke through a zhongli shield that's really, really interesting. I have to look into like Noel's stats and see what the stats are on her personal shield since it only applies to herself. Yeah, I wonder if that person has. If I can, I probably can find their profile that would be in my recently played yeah. with. So I, if they have their Noel in their profile, I'm definitely going to have to take a look. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have to see what they're building, see what exactly what they're doing to get managed to get through that. Because I've seen people try and tank it through a different kind of shields or healing and things like that, and it just it never works out ever. But yeah, definitely. Whenever you're in the fight, get just get 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 in the bubble. Get in the bubble. Unless that <laughs> unless that Noel used iframes with the burst, that's the only other way you can think of doing it. Oh, that is. Yeah, you probably could do that, couldn't you? That's, yeah. I never would have thought about that. That's clever. If you can time out the attack, then yeah, you could probably burst through the uh, through the actual attack itself. That's something to consider. All right. Well, um, yeah. So Melty, uh, thank you for that for that question of the week. If you would like to issue your own question of the week or engage with the show anywhere outside of just listening to the podcast itself, uh, you can join our Discord community at discord.gg forward slash resonance. All kind of the sections and threads and channels for things like polls, bills, the trading card game, uh, which has been super helpful to me lately because for some reason I've been playing a lot of Genius Invocation TCG and unlocking oh, yeah. cards. And I, have my, I have my silly team. My, my silly heel stalling team. It's it works. Um, I'll have to challenge you on there then, though, because now I'm running Daya, Lenny, and Fischl, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll you'll probably beat me, but this this deck is just a silly little deck. Okay. 
Cool. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll throw it down. We'll have some fun with the TCG because I never really gave it much thought. I've only been playing it a lot here, like the past like week or so, and I've been having a lot of lot of fun with it. And the achievements on are very very easy to get. I'm like already like seventy percent like through the achievements as well, so that's nice. I know. I still don't have the last one, which I think is like getting a certain amount of coins. I think that's oh, yeah. the only one I'm missing. Yeah, well, you have to get like seventy thousand coins or something crazy like that. Yeah. But, no, that, that'll just take time. But yeah, uh, join the Discord community. Come and engage with us. We're all a good, friendly bunch. Have a pretty good time. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and on Blue Sky. Uh, it's been kind of slow with the holiday season. I haven't really been keeping up with it a whole lot. But you can't follow us at HoyoCast. And I'm going to try and uh, get a little more active on that and a little more uh, community engagement and build up the following on there. Uh, you can also be able to find the weekly episode release links on that. That I usually tend to link to Spotify. Uh, but of course, you know you can always listen to the show on your other favorite channels and things like, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Now, I think Google Podcasts is actually like one of our most popular platforms for like downloads, which kind of surprised me. I really would have thought it was going to be Apple Podcasts and it wasn't. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, give us a follow on that. And I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Next week will be episode 87. So we'll probably dive into one of the character chapters. We'll decide whether we're going to do Lenny's chapter, which has been on the back burner for too long now. Or if we're going to just dive right into Navia's, since uh, it just came out and Navia's still kind of like, you know, the new hotness as it's running around. So we'll discuss on that, and hopefully we'll see you next week. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Melissa, anything else you got to add there, M? No, not really. Cool. Well, let's go and put a bow on it. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. We hope you've had a great holiday season and a happy new year. As we roll into 2024, we're looking forward to a whole another year of, uh, of our weekly releases, and we hope that you enjoy sitting here listening with us so until then have yourself a great time and we'll see you then ad astra abyssos ad astra abyssos